if I can do this. There's a lot of people out there. I'm uh, trembling in the knees here. I'm going to need your help. I will be with you, son. <laughs> Are you sure? I am. Do the thing. The thing? Are you sure? I am. Lord, I'm scared. That doesn't help. Can you at least have Ryan come up here and help me? If I gave Moses Aaron, you may surely have your son. Thank you, Lord. Peanut butter jelly time! Peanut butter jelly time! Yeah! Yeah! Peanut butter jelly time! Peanut butter jelly time! Yeah! If you didn't uh, get it by now, the Lord told me to go a different direction today. <coughs> Many of you uh, haven't seen some sides of me, but uh, hopefully today you'll see where my son gets some of his charm. Okay, so um, speaking about my children, uh, I want to dedicate today to them. They're here in the front row, Rebecca and Ryan. Rebecca is a sweetie pie. She is filled with love and compassion. She is food for my soul, for my heart. Ryan is joy, the joy of life, the excitement, the charisma of life. He's also a very special gift of faith that's encouraged me as his father. So, uh, the title of this talk is Fanning the Flame at Home. What's the flame? Uh, the Holy Spirit. Uh, fire is used in the Bible, multiple instances. Moses talked to the Lord via the burning bush at Pentecost. Uh, disciples were baptized. Tongues of flame appeared on their heads. Pretty intense moment. And uh, with the Holy Spirit, he 
he starts to change us. He starts to pick away at our hearts and rid us of all the junk we've been carrying around. He starts to teach us how to follow the two greatest commandments. Love the Lord your God and love others as yourself. 1 John 4.8 says, He who does not love does not know God, for God is love. And I was prepping for this talk, and uh, I had all this stuff racing around in my brain. And I said, Lord, I got a limited amount of time here. How am I going to get through this? And he said, drink some espresso. <laughs> and uh, he, things started to come together. And uh, he's even brought me peace. Uh, yesterday in planning my talk, Ryan said he wanted to be a part. Today, this morning, he shared a word in the prayer room with me that confirmed what I'm teaching today. So, I'm thankful for that. Uh, okay, so we're talking about fanning the flame at home. Our children, a gift from the Lord, our most prized possessions, if you will. They're not ours to own, they're His. Luke 3 8. It says, therefore, bear fruits worthy of repentance. This is John the Baptist speaking. And do not begin to say to yourselves, we have Abraham as our father. For I say to you that God is able to raise up children to Abraham from these stones. What? What? I used to read that, and that was my reaction. I didn't get it. And a little nugget he gave me recently was, you don't relationship with God it doesn't he draws certainly and he uses others to witness and so often in life we get caught up in our circumstances and our routines and we're not including God in them that's important especially for our kids especially. So I'm thinking about what does it mean? How do we fan the flame at home? That's one way. Now I have several concepts out here that I'm going to share with you guys. And I don't want to, I'm throwing them out in a certain order, but that doesn't mean they have to go in that order. Okay? Take heart. One plants, one waters, another reaps. So, um, it's important to evangelize, even to our children, even to our children, right? And the Lord, like I said, the Lord draws in his time, but it's important for us as parents to be vigilant to 
those situations, to have our spiritual ears and eyes open. I did not come to the Lord till about 10 years ago. I was not raised in a home where Jesus was talked about. My children have a blessing that they have been raised in a home where Jesus has been talked about. I mentioned Ryan's gift of faith. I thank and praise the Lord today. Ryan gave his heart to the Lord at like four years old. I was amazed. And at times I'm tempted to say, was that legit? Was that real, Lord? And the Lord's reminded me, Ryan's actions, Ryan's heart, Ryan's encouragement to me. There's growth. There's faith. He's gifted. He's blessed. Thank you, Jesus. Becca, recently, uh, not too long ago, we had a conversation. We were blessed. Our family had a conversation around our table. Ryan prayed. Mommy and Daddy prayed. Becca gave her heart to Jesus around our table. Thank you, Lord. Witness. We walk as ambassadors of his kingdom. How do we witness? Well, first off, we're supposed to set a godly example. Matthew 4, 18, 20 says, follow me and I will make you fishers of men. The net that draws people in is the love of Jesus in our witness. Anybody notice Ryan is kind of like taking up a position as the New River Community Church doorman? The Lord showed me recently uh, in preparation for this talk, I used to run hospitality. I still greet, you know, from time to time. I set a good example. I may have, from time to time, asked Ryan, you know, open the door for this person, open the door for that person. I certainly never told him, that's your job, get out there, Ryan, every morning, you open the door for, you no. He did that on his own. Thank you, Jesus. How else do we witness? Our testimonies. Deuteronomy 6.5 says, And these words, which I command you today, shall be in your heart. You shall teach them diligently to your children, and shall talk of them when you sit in your house, when you walk by the way, when you lie down, and when you rise up. So not just at meals or before we go to bed, when we sit in our house, when we lie down, when we rise up, we should be talking about Jesus all the time. Because you know why? When we remind ourselves what God has done in our lives, our faith is built up, and so is the faith of others. A testimony is a powerful thing. The word says we overcome by the blood of the Lamb and the word of our testimony. So it's important part of our witness. 
Psalm 22, uh, starting in verse 30. It will, it will be recounted of the Lord to the next generation. They will come and declare his righteousness to a people who will be born. That he has done this. Our testimony. The word of God lives on. Part of our witness, our ambassadorship. Share what he's done in your life. Share it. Treasure it. Remember it. Go back to it. Use it. It's part of our shield. It's part of our sword. Use it. Minister to your children. We're to be salt and light, right? Let's do that in the home, too. Salt preserves, protects, keeps things from rotting. Light gives hope. Light casts out darkness. Light is the Lord in all of us. Light is love. Light is truth. How else do we minister? Play with them. Play with your children. Family is a ministry. And moms and dads, set time aside for your kids to play with them. It nurtures their hearts. It nurtures your own. It is so important to have fun in life, to not get burnt out, to not get caught up and choked down by the cares of the world. Be refreshed. Enjoy life. Take joy in your family. Share with them. Spend quality time. Refresh your spirits and theirs. Teach your children. Ephesians 6.4 says, fathers do not provoke your children to wrath, and you fathers do not provoke your children to wrath, excuse me, but bring them up in the training and admonition of the Lord. I had to look that one up. <laughs> admonition, not a word I use regularly. Admonition is a gentle or friendly criticism or warning. So, how do we fan the flame? We don't let drama beget drama. As the Father speaks to us gently in kindness and correction. Not always. Sometimes we get taken to the woodshed. But the soft voice, the gentleness of the Father lifts us up, encourages us, sets us back on the straight and narrow. We're to follow that. Also, teach them the word. Teach them the sword of the spirit. We're in a fight, right? The world's going to say one thing. You know, we're training them up in the way of the Lord so that they return should they stumble. Help them realize they have weapons to use. The shield of faith, the helmet of salvation, the breastplate of righteousness, the shoes of the gospel of peace. 
guilty of not always uh, reading with my children. I confess that in front of all of you. Ryan, my son, who I love, says to me one day from the back seat, why don't we read the Bible more as a family? Can a father say no to that? I said, God, you're too good. <laughs> I surrender. Lastly, pray with your kids. Pray for your kids. With your wife, with your husband. When they're going through things or hard, you know, life is hard, encourage them to take it to Jesus. Help them make right decisions after counseling with the Lord. Pray for them. Uh, you know, before you go to sleep. Set the time aside. all I had today. I am uh, very blessed um, by all the work Karen and Hanaro and Paul and everybody else I failed to mention uh, put into this presentation this morning. And as a teacher in first and second grade, I am honored and privileged to co-labor my brothers and sisters and the Lord in raising our